You've heard it a hundred times, but what does video marketing really mean? Today, we walk you through a step-by-step -step process to help you understand how to strategically use your video content to get better results. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Taylor and Bill Barona. Hey, Bill. Happy Friday. How are you doing? Good, Kathy. Looking forward to another episode of Watch Time. Well, and, you know, as we were kind of, you know, looking for different um, ideas to do for our next episode, I realized that we were missing a pretty basic one. And even though we've covered this topic in um, a variety of our other podcasts, we've really never done one answering the simple question just straight out, what is video marketing? And I know that you recently wrote an excellent article for Video Maker on this topic. So I thought maybe now was the time that we really need to answer this question for people. Yeah, I think it definitely is a great time. I see so many people confused with what video marketing is and how they can use it. And that was really the reason when Video Maker had the topic come up, I really wanted to write it because not just, um, you know, your average listener that maybe as a business owner is confused, but even video creators, a lot of video content creators, they don't really understand what it is. And what I wrote in that article actually can apply to anybody who's trying to figure it out. So I think, you know, so many people now that have been listening the last 30 some episodes are probably thinking, okay, I'm learning all these tips and tricks, but like, how does this apply? Like, what is this, what is video marketing and how does it kind of apply to everything? So I'm looking forward in this episode to really hope, hopefully enlightening a lot of people and really just getting them to have a better understanding of what video marketing is and how they can use it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a term, it's a buzzword that is around a lot, but I think there's still a lot of confusion around it. So I, I think maybe the first thing to understand um, is that how we've talked about many times that video isn't just another marketing platform. It's not just another way to distribute content. I mean, it is, but it's so much more than that. It's kind of its own animal. Um, and, and it really deserves proper strategy um, in terms of what you're putting into the video, your content, but also where you're going to use that video and you know how you're going to implement it and make sure that it's in the proper form. You're putting it in the um, places where it's going to reach your ideal audience. And I think what you just said there is a very good point in terms of it being its own, um, its own, really its, its own thing. And um, <clears throat> I really, not, not to insult anybody that's listening that maybe is in marketing or anything like that, because this isn't a slam towards anybody in marketing, but I do know like specifically when I deal with a lot of people that, that are in the marketing industry, you know, they, they look at video as primarily being just a content delivery form. You know, it's like, you know, we need photos for this website and we need a video. You know, we need to start writing some blogs and get some photos and a video. And really, like, even though it can be used that way, there is a much greater strategy um, to it. And it's kind of like, you know, I guess if you think about video, um, it's kind of like ads. You know, people, when they want ads, they, they need to run ads for a specific reason. And video is very similar in that, that, you know, you need video for specific reasons as well. So, you know, recognizing the, the fact that it, it may be a form of content, but it also is a strategy in of itself. Absolutely. So 
you know, we'll get, we'll kind of break that down and, and what that means a little bit more as we go along, but let's just start with the simple definition. You know, what is video marketing? So according to HubSpot, which we you know refer to a lot, um, video marketing is defined as using videos to promote and market your product or service, increase engagement on your digital and social channels, educate your consumers and customers, and reach your audience with a new medium. But I know that's a lot. That's not how we usually explain it to our clients. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is a mouthful of words. I think I think it's a very it's a great definition. Um, I think if we break it down even more so, you know, using video to promote and market your product. Okay, so that's you know that's easy to understand. Like you're using video just like you would like we go back to ads. You know, promote and market your product. Um, increase engagement on your digital and social channels. You know, everybody knows that video supercharges your reach on social media. The platforms are optimized to want to push video. So there's nothing there that's not surprising. That's why we get a lot of people that come to us all the time. And then educate your consumers and customers and reach your audience with a new medium. And, you know, that's just really kind of relative to, I think, the last 10 to 15 years um, prior, you know, if you wanted to be, if you wanted to educate somebody, you might have created a brochure, or maybe you would have put together some type of instruction manual or a white paper. And that was kind of what you were limited to doing an infographic. I feel like infographics at one time, that was like the, the, you know, what video is today. It's an easy way to get people to understand a complex subject. So, you know, when you really break all of that down, it, it's a lot to say, but there's a lot of very valuable information within what they're trying to define. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, in all, like the way that we kind of simplify it for our clients is we say that video marketing is a process of creating videos, but using a strategy first approach. So that kind of, kind of brings us into um, a discussion of how to, how to, use a strategy first, first approach and what that really means. Cause I think, you know, a lot of people may think that if they're, if they're working already with a professional videography company, um, you know, they're writing the script, you're developing the concept and you're shooting that, you know, they've, they've done a good job and, and they're doing everything they should. Um, but really video marketing goes beyond that because the part that's really missing is that strategy. And, you know, you could have a, a really great planned out production process and, you know, you spend a lot of time and money, um, you know, coming up with a concept, but really the most important thing to focus on when it comes to video marketing, um, you really want to ask why. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's a really great point right there. And I think um, that's the biggest I'd say mistake I see. And um, just, just from talking to other video professionals, talking to um, new customers, um, customers that have worked with other video companies in the past. And th this may blow some people's minds, but like, that's the thing that we are, we pride ourselves on trying to always ask first. And the reason being is if I ask you why, and you don't really know why you need it, then you might not necessarily need a video. And as much as I know, like people want to make sales, I want to make sales, you know, Kathy and I run Flex Media, we want to we want to get new business, we want to create videos, we want to continue to grow our company. But we also don't want to continue to grow our company at the expense of 
you know, somebody else's marketing budget to create something for them that they really don't need. And that's really what you need to start thinking about, you know, videographers out there start thinking about why, you know, why does my customer need this video? You know, marketers that are listening or small business owners, you know, start to think about that as well. Why do we need this video? Do we really need this video? You know, are we just getting a video because we think it's going to solve our problems? And, you know, even, even though like you might, you know, you might have a boss or you might have a client that's saying, we absolutely need this video, just stop and get them to start to think. So the reason why why is so important beyond that is it's really going to be the first step in driving your strategy to understand what your goal is. Because once you understand what your goal is and what you're trying to achieve, then you can start to develop a video strategy around that. Every video that you create, whether you know it or not, is going to have a goal. And that's true to not only the large videos that you're creating, but also smaller social media videos. And just to give you a few examples so you can understand what we're talking about in this, this why. Um, we've, we've worked with some different clients that have come to us. And you know, one client in particular, they were trying to do some recruiting and they wanted to create recruitment videos for each one of their clients. And the way that you know, we were looking at it was, you know, is this going to be cost effective for them and does it make sense? And so we started asking the question, why? And as you started to ask why, what you started to realize was that, you know, they actually didn't have a problem with the clients putting out individual videos for recruitment because there was no issue there. Really what the, the problem was is people didn't understand their program fully. So then at that point we could suggest, well, you don't need 20 individual videos that are going to cost you your entire budget. Really what you need is one video that you can send out to people that give a better understanding of what it is you do here and why they should be getting candidates from your program. And that's important because, you know, we're saving them budget, but also on top of that, you know, if you take those 20 some videos and send them out, they may not actually achieve the goal of getting them any more business versus that one video. So it can be as it can be that powerful. And that's why you really want to think about that. Another thing to consider, you know, even when we were starting Flex Media, we we're still trying to like work on this journey of strategy and um, trying to figure out video marketing because it is it's a, it's really a hard thing to figure out. You're not alone. It took us time. It took us you know years to, of reading and researching and listening to podcasts and watching videos to really grasp how we can do this for our clients in a more effective way. And we did some work for a client um, maybe about four years ago now, and they wanted a video. We were trying to, to get some strategy going for them. And they basically were like, we just want a brand video. We, we don't care about video marketing. We don't care about strategy. We just want brand. And you know, at the time we're like, okay, well, we'll just make a really cool brand video. That's what you want. But really what it is that they wanted wasn't a really cool brand video. If you really dig deeper and look at the why, what they really wanted was a video that explained their culture because they have a very specific culture in their business and they want people to be able to not feel excluded. They're very big on, you know, inclusion. They want everybody to feel welcome and they want people to feel that they can be themselves. And that really is what this video was all about. Yeah, it's a brand video, but really it's, we need a way to communicate to everybody out there that comes across our website that everyone is welcome in this, you know, establishment. So that's really the why. The why is, you know, and they were having issues with that at the time. And that's why, you know, they wanted people to come in and say, you know, they had to tell people that over the phone, like everybody's welcome here. You could be yourself here, but they wanted to get that message across in a greater way. And um, unfortunately we didn't really do 
a case study on this because, you know, we were just creating a really cool brand video and we were still new to the strategy thing. But I, I would venture to say based on um, results that they've seen and their business growing that I think that video was a large part of that because people were coming to their site and getting a better understanding of who they were as a company and what their culture was like. Yeah. So I, I think based off what you said, I mean, finding the why often revolves around um, identifying a problem or a, a lack of communication or a misunderstanding. Um, and, and that will often drive your why. And um, so, so kind of digging a little deeper, one of the lines I really like that you included in the article is without a plan, plan to fail. And just emphasizing again that you really need to create that strategy before doing anything else. So after you answer the question why, another thing that we do is we sit down with our clients and I help them identify their ideal customer. Um, some people have this fleshed out really well, um, some people don't. But you really need to understand who you're going to be uh, presenting this video to to do anything else. Who, who are you talking to? So we actually work with our clients to create a, a buyer's persona to, to understand who the video is going to be reaching, who we're talking to. Um, but also we need to think about where those customers are spending their time, you know, depending on their age demographic, um, you know, where are they spending time? Are they more likely to be on Facebook? Are they more likely to be on Instagram? Um, and, and then, so part of your strategy, um, in addition to figuring out, you know, why you're creating the video and who is going to be viewing is you have to think about where your video is going to live. I think that's a huge part that is much different. And like I said, creates, um, you know, makes video a whole different animal um, over other pieces of content. Well, and one thing too, to add to that, Kathy, is, you know, people might think that like, oh, well, why does that matter? Or there might be people listening like, well, yeah, we have to think about these platforms. Why aren't people? But, you know, you really have to think about video and where it is in its life cycle right now. You know, video, as far as being used for business and for consumers and how we, we use it on social media, it's relatively young. You know, 2000 and I think it was 2005 is when YouTube launched or 2006, somewhere in there. And, um, you know, prior to that video was online, but not quite to the extent, well, nowhere near the extent that it is today, obviously. I don't even want to say not quite, it really wasn't there. So, you know, at that time, if you were a video production professional or somebody that created video, um, you really had two outlets. You were either working for, well, three outlets, let's, let's say this. You're either working for a film company, creating films for Hollywood, in which case your films will go to the big screen. You're going to have, you know, movies going out to VHS or DVD, or you were working for a broadcast communications company, in which case you were doing the news and you're working for like large networks like Food Network or, you know, ESPN, and you were putting video out that way. So that was your outlet. Or you were what would be what we're doing now would be considered like a video production company. But really, at that time, the only way you were using video was either for broadcast commercials, because you would hire a video production company to put commercials together, or maybe you had a show on local cable access. So you were shooting a television show that was getting put out, or you were using video for internal use or to send out through your marketing materials and DVDs and things like that. So at that time, 
you know, you had a captivated audience. Think about this movie theater. People are sitting there and watching, you know, VHS DVDs. People are buying those and watching. You have the uh, you have broadcast television. People are sitting there and watching. You have these captivated audiences that aren't going anywhere. So you could speak broadly to everybody because there were many different people there. Um, you didn't have to worry about people, you know, going to a different social media channel or turning their phone off or going to watch TV because, you know, the extent of that was, uh, I guess I'll just get up and stop watching TV. So, you know, the thought process between mass communication at that time and what's now, I wouldn't necessarily call mass communication, but more personalized communication has really changed the way we have to think through this entire process. Yeah, there's a lot more competition. Um, you're competing for people's attention. Um, I, I think that's a huge differentiation. Like you said, not having those captivated audiences. Um, you, you really have to, again, have a good strategy, know who you're talking to, because if your message isn't resonating um, with your audience, they're just going to scroll past it. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, think about it like this. You got to, I mean, the way you're describing it, Kathy, and the way people need to think about this that are listening is, you know, it, it's like having a roadmap. You know, and, and you wouldn't go, you know, if you were a company, let's think about this from a company's perspective. Let's say you owned a logistics company and you were going to be shipping stuff across the country. You wouldn't load your truck up full of goods and then just tell your driver, yeah, go find California, go find Los Angeles. Like, we're not going to figure out a direct route to get there. We're not going to worry, you know, because there's things you have to think about. Our roads closed. You know, is your truck too heavy for specific roadways? Can your truck fit through roadways? You know, do you have enough fuel to get there? Like, is it cost effective fuel wise? Or are we going to pay a fortune in fuel because you're going to take all back roads to get there? So you wouldn't just put that person out there and have them do that without laying out a map to figure out how to do that. And, you know, I guess the, the difference to this would be because I'm sure there are people that are listening that are going, well, I think that I would love to just, you know, take a vacation and just start driving west and see where <laughs> I go. But I think when you think that way, really what you're doing is you're thinking about video and social media use from a consumer perspective. Because, you know, when you're a consumer and you're creating your own videos for fun or you're posting on social media to stay engaged with your family, you know, you're not investing anything other than your time, which you're choosing to do willingly. But when you're a business, investing that amount of time without a plan can cost you a ton of money. If you start running ads, it can cost you more money. You start hiring video production companies, it can cost you even more. So really think about that strategically. If, you know, I like relating like these, these things that we're looking at on here to what I would consider to be even simpler things, you know, like running a trucking company and trying to get across the country. So really think about it from that perspective. Yeah, that's a really wonderful analogy. I think it helps, you know, people understand that concept a little bit better. Um, so, you know, what, what does that mean? So, you know, things like you really, you know, really considering, uh, you know, where your audience is. And we did a great podcast. Um, I think it would have been last year on a HubSpot report. And that has lots of great information about what audiences are where. So that's um, wonderful to have on hand as, as you're thinking about where you might share your video. And then, you know, just some practical things like, you know, you if you're putting something on Facebook, you know, you want to think about what your video is going to look like. Um, you know, maybe you don't want to have your logo or little company introduction as the first thing that people see, because, you know, they're not going to respond to, you know, just a logo, but if you go right into maybe having um, a human speaking or some really visually stunning footage, you know, something that's going to catch their attention and stop the scroll, you know, that would be a more effective way or just little things like, you know, if, if you're on Instagram, um, you know, you want to say link in bio, 
instead of link below. Um, because that's, you know, people, that's going to turn people off. They're going to know that, you know, something's not right. It doesn't make sense. And you're just going to lose them. So on a more practical approach, um, you know, those are some examples of things that you want to be thinking about from the beginning to really make sure that you're going to get better in, engagement and more organic reach. Well, and I could say too, like, and I know Kathy, you and I talk about this with clients all the time. And like a personal pet peeve of mine is when I go to a website and I see a video. And then at the end of that video, the call to action says, visit this website, you know, website ABC to find out more. And you're on website ABC. And I'm like, wow, what, what a waste of a call to action. <laughs> Cause it's like, I'm right. already there. Like there should right. be a better call to action at that point. And that's a good point. You know, not only does it not make sense and, and you know, kind of make people roll their eyes, but, but yeah, it's a waste of, of moving people along through, you know, the sales funnel to get them to take the next step and, and become, you know, closer to taking advantage of your, your product or service. So that's a great point. I'm not exactly sure how long we've been talking at this point, but we've had an entire conversation and just now would be the point that um, you, know, you can start to move into production. So if you only start with production, think of how much you just missed. So I think that just goes to show how video marketing is so much more than video production. Because once you've, you've gone through, you figure out your why, you figured out your um, you know, target customer, where you're going to put your videos, only then do you want to go ahead and put pen to paper, and this would be where I come in, and you know you can finally write a script and start producing your video. If we hadn't hadn't done all of this before, it's really hard for me to do my job to write a script because I don't know who I'm talking to, I don't know why we're creating this video for a customer. So once we do this whole first strategy um, step, I can finally like take a breath of fresh air and just kind of feel relaxed about, you know, being able to, to really understand and, and create something um, that we can produce. So it's just so important to, you know, take those first few steps and um, then you can confidently go in and put something together um, where you have, you know, your end goal in mind. So, you know, those would be things to keep in mind, even through, you know, the um, production of the video. Again, thinking about what platforms you're going to be sharing the video on, you know, thinking about things um, like what your call to action is. You want to think about like the ratio size, which you can speak to probably a little bit more. Like if you're going to be putting this on Instagram, you know, what, what ratio does your uh, video need to be in? Maybe you should put captions in there in case people are uh, scrolling and, and um, listening without sound. Um, so even as you're going through the production process, you want to keep your goals in mind even before you upload that video. Well, one thing I, I want to touch on too is the importance of um, finding a good partner to work with a good video production company or video marketing company, somebody who understands a lot of the stuff that Kathy and I just went through. Um, you know, I've been creating videos since 2002, 2003, and, and a lot has changed, you know, and I think that's, that's the big thing to really touch on here is a lot of things have changed from the days of setting up a tripod and recording some content and handing somebody a video that was going to go on broadcast. And the stuff that Kathy had just mentioned, those questions that she, you know, that are so important for her to write the script, 
we are as a company where we are today because Kathy and I work together. Because what I've learned as we've gone through this journey of, you know, becoming better video marketers and being able to get better results for our clients is that there are a lot of questions that I don't know if you realize this, Kathy, but there were things that you would ask them for the script that actually are part of the, the actual video marketing process that are essential. And I feel like when you work with a company that doesn't have a team or doesn't have somebody that's working with them that is a skilled writer or somebody that understands journalism, it does lack a lot of that because as a, as a content creator, I'm obsessed with the actual quality of the video, getting great shots and things like that where Kathy's more obsessed with understanding the story and understanding, you know, how does this affect the client and who are we trying to talk to? And those are all important storytelling techniques that, you know, they kind of come together. So if you think about it, really video marketing is this idea of storytelling, this idea of video production, and this idea of marketing that all kind of come together and meet in one place. And that's the importance of having a good solid team to make sure you're working with. Yeah. And then, you know, we work together to make that story come to life on screen. You know, we need to make sure that we're getting the right footage to supplement, you know, what is being um, in the voiceover or the interviews. Um, and that's my favorite part really is, you know, when, once you do all this upfront work and you put it on paper and then you get, you know, the footage to support it, and then you create this story and really see it come to life. So that's, that's really, um, an exciting part for me. I, I do enjoy that. It's a great feeling. We just, we actually, Kathy and I just got done with the project and just to, just to give you guys a little bit of proof that, that it does work. Um, we worked with this client. We didn't get as much strategy on the front end as we would have liked just simply because of time constraints, but we, we did a lot of work in getting everything prepped and put together to create this video. Uh, Kathy did a great job putting the script together. It was very technical and it had to be taken from a very high level technical engineering perspective and brought down to, you know, average Joe, you and me to be able to understand, you know, what they're talking about if you're not in that field. And she did that. We got the marketing on point for what we, you know, what we're trying to get across in our messaging. We created the video. And I think the happiest part for me was showing it to the client. And she was just like, I, she was like dancing in her seat. She was jumping for joy when she saw it. It was like that, that idea in her head, like what she thought it was going to be just came to life on, on the screen. And it was an awesome feeling. Yeah, that was fun because we don't always, um, and we should do this more maybe is, you know, show the video um, to the client while they're actually, while we can watch their reaction. Um, and we did over Zoom, you know, there's always a little bit of uh, nervousness about, you know, is this really what they want? Um, and so seeing that smile, I was just like, oh, that's, that was super rewarding. And, and I was glad that, um, you know, we, we nailed it for them and, and put together what they wanted. So um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the reward of going through the whole process and it, you know, it does, take some time, but it's going to, you know, result in better performance. Um, I think it's important for people to remember, don't get discouraged if maybe you don't see the results at first, because it's never a waste. Um, if you don't get the results that you're looking for, then, you know, you've learned that maybe that approach doesn't work and then you tweak it. You know, it, it really is, as Bill said before, um, a journey and, you know, you, you have to keep creating content. It's, it's not a one and done type thing. Um, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. I think the amazing part of this entire podcast and what we've been, you know, talking to everybody about and everyone listening, you know, just, and just to recap this, cause I think this is really great is 
you know, I feel like video marketing is really not complex. You know, it's very similar to like we said with that, that um, HubSpot definition. It sounds like a lot, but when you break it down, it really is a simple process. But the key is, is just walking through the steps and working those steps to get through that process. I mean, it's as simple as, you know, somebody wants to create a video, why? What is the why? Why do you need this video? You know, where where is it in terms of the, um, your your buyer's journey? Like, what, what are you trying to achieve with this? Like, are you trying to generate more leads? Are you trying to help convince a client of something? Are you trying to help close more sales? So understanding that why is key. And then after you've understood that why, you know, really coming up with that plan. And that's just really understanding, you know, where is the content going? Who's actually watching it? You know, what are some considerations for that platform? Setting some goals and understanding like what it is you are trying to achieve and how do you know if you're being successful? And then taking that information, rolling it into a script and then creating a video. And this could be something that is used for these large scale productions like we're creating or maybe even you know smaller scale productions, like if you're doing something in-house. And it could go all the way down to as simple as creating content for you know a social media post, an Instagram story. You know, I brought this up to Kathy the other day. You know, I created an Instagram story. We were re- doing a remote recording. And I just wanted to show off that we had the Zoom set up and we were recording remotely. And that content wasn't random. The content was. I wanted to be able to show other people that follow us, other potential clients that we can do remote recording. So if you have a need for remote recording at Flex Media, we can handle that for you. And we have a very sophisticated setup that allows us to do a great job at recording that. And we're very professional. And I got all that illustrated in, you know, that 15 seconds of a story. And that was the reason why I shared it. It wasn't just like, let me show you what I'm doing today. Right. It was, it wasn't a, here's what I'm having for lunch thing. <laughs> there was, there was a purpose behind it, but yeah, what a, what an easy message to communicate, what an easy message to communicate, um, you know, in a, in a simple post, but again, you, you, ha- you put some thought behind what you were doing. And, and I think that's all this is, is, is really recognizing and thinking about the bigger picture. Well, and, and to that point, you know, so like that was the why, you know, what was the why the why was we wanted people to understand that we could do remote recordings okay, what was the plan? It was going to Instagram. Okay. It's going to Instagram. So it's got an Instagram story. So it has to be vertical. We have to be able to illustrate it within 15 seconds. We have to add some text to it, which I did in, in the actual Instagram app. Okay. What are the goals? Well, my goal is I'd like to be able to post this at a time when I can at least maximize my reach. I know on average, you know, we, we have a smaller Instagram following around 1500 people. So on average, we get anywhere from 60 to 120 people that view our story which is in line with the, the 10%, five to 10% that most people get from the algorithm. So, okay, so that's, I'm gonna track the metrics. My goal is I wanna see website clicks or profile clicks. I wanna see people click on my profile when, cause you can see that in Instagram story. If you have a business account, you can see who's viewing and you can see who's clicking. And so I wanna see those types of clicks and that's how I rated whether or not it was successful. And then, you know, now I have that information. And next time I go to post an Instagram story, I might do it at a different time. Maybe I'll include a question and get, try to be more interactive. Maybe, you know, do you need remote recordings? Yes or no. What are your questions on recording on Zoom? You know, leaving something like that on there. So we just walked through those steps in a very brief process. I did forget about production, but production was simple. I did it with my phone. We walked through those steps in a brief way, and it was for something as simple as that Instagram story video. 
Yeah, that's a great example of how maybe people can get used to thinking this way, um, even when they're producing videos on their own, on their own social media channels. That's, that's a great example. I know we shared a lot here, but we wanted to share some additional resources that we use all the time um, that might help you too. Vidyard puts out some great information, HubSpot, Impact. Um, if you like podcasts, Engage with Video Marketing is a great one. Video Marketing Mastery, um, while you're also listening to our own, of course. Uh, YouTube has some awesome channels, Think Marketing and Ben Amos. Um, we watch theirs all the time. And then, of course, check out Bill's Video Maker article. It's uh, Video Marketing, What, Why, and How. And you can just go to vid videomaker.com to watch that. Um, so, again, you know, it sounds like a lot to learn, but you know, once you get started thinking that way and used to doing that, it really comes together and it's going to give you better results and, you know, make you more valuable to your clients. And you're going to stand out from other people who are not doing this. Yeah. And one thing too, like to think about if you are feeling a little overwhelmed, because Kathy's right, it, it is a lot of information. Um, but even if you just think back to that first thing we talked about, that why, start asking that question, why? I guarantee you, if you start asking why the next time you want to create a video, you're going to start to see better results because you're going to start creating content with a purpose. And that is very important to making sure that your content is successful. You know, not creating content just to throw something out there because my friends say I need to have video and video is important. Or my friends say I should be posting every day on Instagram. You know, understanding that why is going to be huge. So if you don't take anything else away from today, take that away. And, you know, we just really want to thank you for spending your time with us. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about video marketing. For those of you that are continuing to keep you know, listening and subscribing, like we really appreciate it. For those of you that are new to this episode, welcome. Feel free to subscribe and make sure to leave us a review if you got some value out of this. We'd love to hear from you and know what, you know, what do you want us to talk about? You know, what can we do better? So make sure to leave us a review or feel free to send us an email at info at FlexMediaCLE or go to uh, Instagram at FlexMediaCLE. Feel free to send us a direct message. Nine times out of 10, that's me answering it. And I'm happy to answer any of your questions. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.